So we have started the new cycle of the Taurus reading. The first six chapters are down. But boy, is there a lot of meat in there. I could preach on the triune nature of God being revealed in the first chapter of Genesis. How we see God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. But that wouldn't be fun. We could talk about how God brought the Sabbath in. And on six days he labored and he worked and did all those things. We could talk about how God created man out of the dust of the earth. And then he got smart and took a rib out and made the woman so we can make sure everything goes right. <laughs> but I want to talk about something different. It deals with Cain and Abel. Two of the children that we read of in the scriptures and while they were good children there was a little issue wasn't there so why don't you open your Bibles to the book of Genesis chapter 4 we're starting verse 1 <clears throat> We could even talk about what fruit did they eat. Everyone blames it on the apple. Doesn't say that in the scripture, right? Apple gets a bad rap. I could see people say, I'm not going to eat apples because it's the devil's work. Right? How many, of, how many of you remember the TV show Veggie Tales? Remember that? I have to be honest, I was so worried. Natalie loved that TV show so much. I was really worried that as she started growing up and started eating food, that she's like, Dad, I'm not eating Bob and Larry. <laughs> but let's look at these two brothers. It says... Now, the man had a relation with Eve, his wife, and she became pregnant and gave birth to Cain. She said, I am the produce of a man without an eye. Then she gave birth again, and his name was Abel. Abel became a shepherd of flocks, while Cain became a worker of the ground. Now, let's stop there for a second. So both men take on a role. One is a shepherd. The other, we would assume, is a farmer, right? Both very important positions. None one better than the other. And we have to make sure we understand that these were just equal, they were on equal ground in God's eyes. So, so it happened after some time that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to Adonai. So he brought the fruit, right? But read, let's read the description of what Abel did. While Abel, he also brought 
the firstborn of his flock and their fat portions. Now Adonai looked favorably upon Abel and his offering. Why? That's right. Everyone heard that, right? What she said, I'll tell you what she says. Oh, what she said, yes. I'll tell you what she said. She said that he brought what? The firstborn and the, and the fat of the produce. See, God doesn't just want us. We can't just go to God and say, hey, you know, God's not really going to eat this. I'm, I, you know, I'm going to keep that first one. I'll give it. He'll never know. And don't we do that today? We think we can hide things from God. We think we can keep things undercover. And God won't know. But that's not how our God works. And he rewards us when we do right. And he punishes us when we do wrong. But the good thing about our God is, is that when we do do wrong... And we admit it, he's willing to forgive us. But we have to accept that. See, too many people, and I mentioned this before, we live in the past. Oh, Rabbi, if you only knew, I don't want to know what you did in the past. I really don't want to know. On some of you, I really, 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 really don't want to know. But I want to worry about what you're doing in the future. Because you can't, how many of you can change the past? None of you are Star Trek guys, right? You can't go back in time. We can't, you know, do some maneuver and go around the sun and slow, you know. All right, yeah, I lost some of y'all. Got to watch Star Trek, man. He can do those kind of things, right? But we can change our future. And that's what we're going to see with what happens here. But upon Cain and his offering, he did not look favorably. Cain became very what? Angry, and his countenance fell. That's a key word there. What is that? What is your countenance? Your face. He's no longer smiling. He's frowning. Think about this. Do you know it takes more muscles to frown than to smile? When we smile, don't we feel good? How many of you know, if you're in sales, they tell you to smile while you're talking to people. Why? Because it makes you feel better. And when you feel better, you talk better. And when you talk better, you get the person more excited. If they're frowning, they're going to start lifting up. Because when you see someone smile, what do you want to do? Smile too, right? Some of you are doing it right now. Some of you are doing it, I just can't tell because you got the mask.